Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Welcome back to Wildcast Christmas Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcat. As always, fanishers, I am your host and elf, Adam, and I am joined by your favorite elf, your favorite co-hoster, Canada's favorite fan, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. I ask you, sir, because it was asked last night, are you ready for Christmas? So, okay, here, here's where we're at here. Um, so I was informed by my wife <laughs> that um, stockings aren't done yet. Um, so, oh, crap. Uh, no, I'm uh, not done either. <laughs> so I still have... Uh, there's actually more now that I need to buy than there was last week. So I'm even more behind. Oh, beauty. So uh, I have to get stocking for my wife, obviously for Avery and my mom and my dad. <laughs> so when I said last week that I was almost done, yeah, I am not done. You were almost done last week. And I now was you almost still done. Got, yeah. Now, you know. I just realized. Stockings uh, now. Yeah. And you're like, Remember last oh, week fun. when I said being a kid was way better because you got two weeks. You didn't oh have to buy God. another. Yeah. Your parents bought all your gifts. Santa brought all your stocking stuff. It's just like, I got all of those gifts there. Still need the stocking. I still haven't bought for Megan yet. Like, I'm just. Really? You know, we're. I mean, it, it uh, really Less than a week before to... Christmas. Yeah. And I am less than so. A week, bro unprepared you would not believe four days when it is christmas eve and all this is said and done yeah i'm literally going to be like let's have a good time a la cousin eddie Ugh. shitter's uh, full shitter's full <laughs> yeah no i uh i finished on uh wednesday last week right after uh right after we recorded um right after work went to the mall Primetime parking. There was nobody in the mall Wednesday. Got her all done in two hours. It really helps that Layla is type A+. Plus, so she's very detailed on her list mm-hmm. with pictures, with this is what you're looking for. Makes my life so much easier. I did go with a few things off off her list. I didn't go completely off, off it. I went with a few gifts not on the list as opposed to everything off the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, stockings have to be... Have to be full. Um, I didn't die over the weekend. Nice. I didn't die over the weekend as, uh, as we I said. I thought you did Friday night. No, no. We had our Christmas party and see what had happened was um, I was going to go for a beer and something to eat and, and then go to the game. And Well, that didn't happen. And uh, and I was I messaged Layla and I what I thought was 11, 30, almost midnight. It was 9.15. <laughs> and I was home by 9.30. <laughs> um, made myself feel better had a lot of water a lot of time i passed out on the couch um made myself feel better in the middle of the night mm-hmm. had more water i swear to god i woke up like every half hour because my mouth was so dry and i couldn't find cough drops and mints nothing to keep it in just felt like every half hour i was waking up to take a gallon of water mm-hmm. but i survived and I hit my quota for 2023 of alcohol in one night. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought a couple of bevies, and I'm just like, nope. Yeah, no, you can't. Uh, you can't do the final show, you know, no. really of the of the year, right? Yeah. Until unless you got a couple, uh, unless you got a cold one here, and um, there's 
like I said, Christmas Eve, once all this crap is yep. said and done. It's um, unreal how fast it comes and then bang, oh it's God. gone. You know, and like I said. A, w- literally within an hour, all the presents are opened. Yeah. And then you're uh, then, then you're mentally preparing yourself for dinner. Yeah. Um, and that's just the mental preparation of supping your face is a lot more, uh, I guess, enjoyable, s- enjoyable <laughs> uh, than anything else. Well, like I said, everyone at work, I was like, these are going to be the longest four days because uh, we got Friday off. And then they're going to be Lucky. the quickest four days. And then they're going to be the longest, even longer three days, quickest two to, days for New Year's New Eve. Year. Yeah. And then guess what? We get to do it all again as adults. Um, don't forget, as always, you can follow us on the social medias, Twitter, Moncton Wildcast, where I think we will be the official Swiss fans. The the official Team Switzerland yeah. podcast? Yeah. Because I don't think Moncton's, I don't even think they know that Ty Bell and Mueller are playing. No, well, I they did seen say, anything. well, they, uh, they tweeted something. Did they? I think so. But uh, no, they haven't really said yeah. much about it. So we'll give that a shot. We'll keep uh, we'll keep uh, Mueller and uh, Tybel's parents up to date, and then uh, Instagram Wildcast Podcast, TikTok Wildcast Podcast, and here on the YouTube, um, we're gonna breeze through this because we've got uh, oh my god, this one. And again, don't forget we got another episode next week. Next week will be the uh, recap of the first half, moving into our expectations, moving into the second half. Obviously, we talked about the trades yesterday. Um, on our final annual uh, trade deadline episode. Quick question, and it's pretty simple, bro. But some pancakes, f- waffles, or French <laughs> toast? No, but what are from some of your favorite uh, Christmas traditions? Christmas traditions? Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. I don't have many Christmas really? traditions. Uh, everything's pretty normal. I got to uh, watch I gotta watch uh, Christmas Vacation. Watched yes. that three times already. Yep. I got to have a box of After Eights to watch that. I had like a whole box this morning. Bro, I you throw in your cup of coffee. And hour it's like beauty, hour they're gone. If oh, I'm man, watching, if it. I'm watching football, it's like yeah, oh yeah, it's a stack, and you just yeah, oh, hundred percent. Um, and then I gotta have quality an orange. streets. I can go through a box of those too. Which ones? Quality Street. Oh yeah, that's a Christmas tradition. Yeah, um, gotta have an orange in my stocking. Yeah, socks, socks and underwear and deodorant. Yeah, those are classics. Lipsol and um, I guess. When I was growing up, it was going to church mm-hmm. Christmas Eve with my parents. Don't really do that anymore. Um, and then it's just the food, the dinner, the, I mean, not going to have, we had it more so last year and probably next year when we go to either Ontario or Alberta, more likely Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Christmas dinner, the turkey, the ham, the stuffings, the everything. Are you a week-long turkey fan or are you a one or two days? Because... You know, I got you a free turkey. Yeah, from you, work. You, you got me a nice looking bird there. I did. Uh, just how I like them, young and frozen. <laughs> um, so, because yeah. uh, I'm, I'm know, not. That's why we gave you the turkey. Is so, I'm good the night. Yeah, the day, but I can't have three days of turkey sandwiches. I can't have turkey soup. I can't have seven different things of turkey for the next week. I'm a ham guy. Um, so for the two of us, a big turkey like we had, I was like. You might as well have this with mm-hmm. your family and, and everyone. Yeah. Um, are you a big turkey guy? I'm a I am a turkey guy, uh, and I appreciate your your bird. Um, yeah, no worries. <laughs> Thanks, Moncton Honda. <laughs> I love your bird, Adam. Uh, it's a beautiful bird. Bird. Bird is the word. Bird. Courtesy of Moncton Honda. So thank you. Yes. So Christmas Eve is usually go to my parents. We drink. 
responsibly, of course. Uh, and, you know, just like appetizers, sister always brings over a cheese ball, which is delicious. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, there's your chicken wings, your pigs in a blanket, you know, your spring rolls. Shrimp ring? Shrimp rings, uh, that kind of thing. Keep it healthy. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, that's where the deep fire comes in handy. Yeah. And Christmas morning is is literally, you know, you open presents. Um, Megan usually makes a nice breakfast, which she never makes breakfast. It's like <laughs> Christmas morning only. Yeah. Um, and then literally we just sit around and and probably nap, and then go to my parents for for turkey, and um, and that's it. You know, we'll. So your sister comes over to your house. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. Yeah. We usually, yeah, it's, we used to have a big thing where it was everyone from my dad's side of the family would go to my parents and, and we'd all, you know, chit chat and have a good time. But over the course of the years, you know, the family is kind of expanded, not expanded, but distance themselves from, oh, okay. from yeah. our, our, from our side for whatever reasons. And that's okay. You know, I, you know, there's, I love them. They're still great people, but it did get crowded. Let's put it that way. Yeah, when yeah. there's you know twenty twenty five yeah. people in in a house and, um, but now it's so it's just you know my mom, my dad, myself, my sister, my nephews, uh, Megan, Avery. You know it's probably still a, a good ten ten of us, but it's just it's comfortable, right? Yeah. It's, uh, Christmas. That's Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, same thing. Go to my parents, have dinner. Um, but Boxing Day is just a chill, you know, just a chill day. Uh, clean up a little bit and you know, the mall, boxing not, even, not even, not even. I remember big. growing up and, and I lived in, you know, Hannah, which was 3000 people. So we didn't exactly have malls. Um, that was our thing. Like we'd, we'd have Christmas at our house mm-hmm. and then Cal or boxing day morning. We'd be up at 7am out the door by eight, head to Calgary Christmas with my aunts and uncles, granny, and then just head to the mall for, goalie skates or yep. sisters figure skating stuff mm-hmm. or because back in our generation you had to actually go to the mall to get That's boxing it. day stuff right yeah. like now best buy i think they open boxing day sales christmas eve yeah it's ever it's all online right? now like, right and it's and i think that's to stop the, the crowds hoarding. yeah yep 100 um honestly no it, like it, it's after after christmas dinner it, it, there's there's not much going on it's You've kind of got that relaxation period where you, you know, you just kind of recover and, you know, look at your bank account and wonder what the hell you're going to do <laughs> and, uh, you know, start selling yourself on the street <laughs> to recuperate some of this yeah. money. And um, you get to New Year's and... Are you a New Year's guy? Or are you... Have uh, you done less you, since you got older? It, it's... Yeah. You've done less... You've done less after, once you get yeah. older, but I think this year's a little different just because, you know, we've, we've got the World Juniors in town and... And, uh, you know, there's, Go some, Canada. Uh, there's some festivities going around yeah. that you just really, you, you can't, you can't Especially pass the last up. two years. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I can't, there's never been a ball drop in Moncton. There's never been fireworks on New Year's Eve. Well, in the Wildcats are presenting something, right? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Right. So, um, for those that don't know, I guess we'll kind of advertise it here a little bit. So obviously there's the USA Finland game at the Avenir Center at 5 p.m. Uh, and then afterwards, they'll be showing the Canada-Sweden game on a big screen um, outside on the plaza area. Once that's over, uh, the Melatones are playing. Uh, and then at midnight, there's fireworks and a ball drop. 
And they're actually going to have Main Street closed from Weldon to Bonacord, which yeah, has never happened cool. on, on, no, on New Year's, cool. right? Yeah. So you'll actually be able to get that foot traffic uh, without having to deal with cars. And the bars are going to be... I hope a few be... stores are open, too. Like well, little, little Midnight Madness the, shopping, The bars maybe, will be... The, the bar, bars will be... The bars will be There's packed. a brewery downtown. Yeah the, yeah, the bars will be packed. You know, you're... You're looking at Old Triangle. You're looking at you know all the St. James Gate. You're looking at a pump house. You're, Which I love about our downtown, and we're going to get into hockey, we promise. Yeah. But our downtown, if you close it off like they're about to, mm. it's just so perfect for bar hopping. Well, and, that's and it. It's not road. Halifax where you literally have to walk a kilometer to go from yeah. one bar to another bar. Moncton's literally half, you know, not even, you know, maybe 500, 500 yards, 200 yards yeah. maybe, right? And and you're, you're from one end of the street to the other. Um, but New Year's Eve is going to be amazing this year. I think it's it's going to be a next level kind of New Year's. Um, if you're going to check, bundle up, you know, you're probably going to be outside for uh, for a good few hours there, and and there's going to be plenty of spots to sit down and have a drink and and uh, you know mingle and and eat some food. And uh, I think it's going to be a great time. I, if, I don't know what to expect when it comes to the fireworks, where they're going to shoot them off, what kind of a ball drop we're going to have, but I think it's it's going to be a different. Something. It's going to be different, and it's going to be fun. Yep. And uh, if you don't uh, exactly want to go, if you can't go to the Sweden-USA game, you can head down to St. John, see the Spice Girls <laughs> at 2 o'clock. I know you're going to that, right? The Wildcats and St. You're, John. You're going to that. I, potentially. Uh, the Spice Girls and the intermissions. Uh, we have confirmed that Jamie Tozer will be there. Um, I don't know if he's on stage or what, but we have confirmed he's there. But, I mean, there's just things to do, and that's, uh, that's just what you want, especially the last couple of years, and I will – tell you the key to a nice early new year's eve other than getting smashed is have your family in alberta and then you with little kids and you be like hey it's midnight here it's nine o'clock there yeah happy yeah. new year and we're off to bed yeah. so it's uh just trying to see what the weather is going to be like on that uh i i looked and it doesn't it doesn't look that bad you know mine is probably like minus five or something like that and like minus five is is comfortable yeah i can handle minus five um, I'm actually kind of excited for for this New Year's. So I'm I am actually going to be out and about. Believe oh, it or yeah. not, I am plus three with a low of zero. Perfect, done. Wonderful weather. Yeah, uh, couldn't ask for better. Um, but that's basically what my week is going to be like for the next uh, ten days know? or so. Ten days. Should Let's talk, talk hockey. hockey? <laughs> All right. News and notes from around the queue. It's funny because I actually was thinking about it. I was like, well, I need a quick. Oh, I did. We didn't even talk about Christmas stuff last year. We got to get those. We got to get those in. Uh, news and notes. Obviously, some of the biggest news. I mean, the trade deadline is open. It's beginning. Uh, it began with a flurry of activity. Uh, we'll start. Now, you heard us talk about it yesterday. A couple deals for the Wildcats. Uh, Darcy to Quebec for a fourth. Valdor's fourth. And then uh, Iacenza to Victoriaville for a first, a third, and a uh, third in 2025. And again, the third, the first, sorry, is Sherbrooke. The third is ours from the Kalmakoff deal. Um, obviously, our thoughts were there yesterday uh, on those deals. We saw that Gatineau was able to acquire La Pena. Mm -hmm. They acquired Alex uh, Gendra. I don't think they're done. Um, La Pena was my A, get him out of the division, mm -hmm. just from a Moncton standpoint. Mm -hmm. B, as I said in the preseason, get him to Gatineau. That's the team that I got picked. That's the team I got going on mm -hmm. uh, to the final. I mean, just your thoughts on the trade deadline that, again, I forgot what time it was. 
I thought it was at one o'clock well, our time. I was at ten o'clock. A lot of people, just, but then yeah. you start seeing trades starting to flow on the yeah. site at like you know ten, eleven o'clock in the morning. Like, what's going on here? Are these GMs awake early? And yeah. uh, you know, Jill Corto wants to start his retirement <laughs> a little early and open up the fax lines. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's with the exception of a couple, it's been expected. Yeah. Nothing that's uh, no trade that's really blown my socks off. Uh, you know, there hasn't been that blockbuster yet that, um, that everybody wants to rave about and talk about and, you know, blows up Twitter. I feel like the Justin Robidaugh was expected, but I feel like if it hadn't been announced in what, September, August. Yeah. That one would have been, you know, your boom, you know, that, that would have been your, your blow up, but it was expected. It was expected. We just didn't know what the return was. That's it. So there hasn't been a bomb yeah as of yet um has there been a surprise one for you that kind of you thought like oh well i think we got to look here aside from here aside from here yeah because because for me olivia adam from bacomo to sherbrooke yeah i thought that would like i knew they were going to try to add goaltending wise but i didn't think it was going to be that's it that's an interesting i thought it was going to be maybe colom or herdebees going there I, i think that's Sherbrooke saying, okay, well, nothing against Olivia Adam, but yes, he's a very good goalie, yep. but there was probably some better options out there, and they probably think that their offense will lead them. Yeah, you don't have to be great. You just got to be good enough. Yeah. And are you going to get Colom or Herdebees or at the time, LaPena mm-hmm. for a third and 24 and a six and yeah. 23, right? And at this point, Colom is injured. Yeah. So there's so a question Lavallee, mark. So I heard. Yeah. Not the Charles Antoine Lavalle that got traded. Yeah, so there's question marks <laughs> around whether Antoine Coulomb will be traded. Yeah. Um, so right now you're looking at goalies that are available in the market. I mean, William Blackburn and Valdor is one. Um, and there's Herderbees in St. John, which will you know fetch a nice return. But at this point, you're you're looking at Sherbrooke, and you're just thinking, okay, well. Olivia Adams is a good goalie, but we think our our offense will, you know, we're going to win a 5-4 game. Yeah. We're going to win a 6-5 game. Yeah. Um, Olivia Adams could very, he's, he's, he's capable of stealing games, but he's also just not, he's he wouldn't be, he wouldn't have been my first pick considering there's still other 20-year-old goalies available, mm-hmm. right? So that's, I think that was the Sherbrooke mindset. Is he that, feels like the safe pick. Yep. He's a safe pick. He's a good goalie, but their offense is better, and that's what's going to help them win yep. games. So that yeah, that's probably my my surprise. Yep. It's not the name I would have attached to Sherbrooke, uh, you know, from the get go, but it's still a very a very good pickup. I think uh, Jerome Berube's favorite trade was Ren Aranda's fifth in twenty twenty three to Shikunimi for nothing. Yeah, yeah, you I, love, see these trades I love com- those trades. You, the, the complete things, the compensation um, trades. Now we talked to it was like a twelve for a twelve. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Where was Get the twelve for the twelve? That was a good one. Get out of that. Yeah. So Victoria Villain Shakuda me a twelve for a tenth. That was so stupid. Um, Cherbrook, uh getting Mark Andre Gaudet again. That's mm-hmm. one of those that you can make. Um, and talking to Johnny yesterday, were you kind of surprised that we didn't see Melanson Kidney dealt on day one? One of the either or, or you think that when those are the kind of deals that maybe take a bit of time. They're sit, they're through. sitting on that one. Yeah, I think that they're sitting on on that one because they're 
I honest to God, I think it's I think it's a package deal, and I I, I don't know why, but I, I I just think it's a package deal. If they were being traded as individual players to different teams, these trades would be done by now. Yeah. Um, aside from Moncton, is there this is kind of a common thing, right? The the package, mm-hmm. but I don't think usually you want to go forward and a defenseman. I don't know many packages that have oh. two forwards going right. That a and second, I, uh, and I think that's kind of the the beauty thing about Kidney and Melanson. It's it's not, they're not Kidney like top six, yeah. But Jacob Melanson's on a very good team, as I've said, third line player, like a perfect third line player, mm-hmm. and. I think that's what's what's um, if they were being traded as as separately, these deals will be done. This package deal will be the boom that everybody's that everybody's going to talk about. Yeah, and it's just a matter of 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 time before we find out where you it's feel to. like it's a, a Moncton St. John type deal where it's the final day we kind of find out uh, a team sneaks in and gets it or do you feel like I think they both kinda, I think they I, both I don't think played. we'll have any deals from the, what the 23rd to the 26th Yeah there's a Christmas the freeze. freeze but um do you think it's a a final day like we hear about it after the junior tournament's over which we don't have to with either player or do you think it's kind of we kind of will hear about it midweek I think this will be done I don't think it's a See the thing with that is, the last thing you want to happen is for these two to come back, get in the bathers lineup and get hurt. Yeah. Now, the games start back up when the twenty eighth. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So these players will probably they'll be reporting back to their teams. My guess is on Boxing Day. Yeah. And Bathurst plays Halifax on the twenty eighth. So. I think this deal will be done by the end of this week. And I think it's a package deal. I, I just... Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on the package deal part. I, the, that's absolute worst case scenario is... I know Kidney's hurt right now because <laughs> that, that's what knocked him out of the World Junior Camp. Yeah. But seeing him walk around the rink Friday night, I didn't see anything noticeable. He wasn't in a walking boot. Didn't have no sling on his arm. So I don't know what the injury is. He was conversing normally with his teammates, so it's not a concussion. So, was he just being kept out of the lineup for precaution? Precaution, possibly. Possibly. But the last thing you want to happen oh, is yeah. for the games to start back up yep. and one of these two get hurt. We saw it again on Friday night when Marcel knee on knee against Melanson, and he was down for a couple of minutes. And I was honestly shocked that he was in the lineup. As a hockey fan, you don't want to see that. No. Because you know that he's on the market and the slightest injury, especially a knee, that's not gonna go well. Right? You're not gonna you know, if you're if you're knee on knee and that's an ACL or an MCL, you're out, you know, minimum and two months. And we pissed him off going into Saturday. Right? <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, we, we never wish that on anyone. So no matter what the team that is, you is want the everyone absolute worst case scenario right now is that you get these players back on the ice, they get hurt, yeah, they're out, you know, for an extended is, period of time, and which then is why we saw Paven as a D with yeah, Iacenza and mm-hmm. Darcy out before and that's, anything because that's the last thing you that's want. The last thing you want. These things are probably talked about. Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and like mm-hmm. 
get him out of the lineup and we'll make this yep. we'll make this deal and and that's what happened yep. and that's uh, you know it was that's you don't want to wish that upon any team and that's probably my greatest fear right now as as a Bathurst fan is get this not as a, not as a Bathurst fan but speaking as yeah, yeah. as if I was a Bathurst fan was having these two back in the lineup on the 28th against Halifax and something happened. Yep. So to me, I think this deal, whether it's a package deal or whether they're sold off separately, it's done by the end of the week. Um, before we get to the team of the week and your team of the week, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the obviously big news that you said right off the hop, Mr. Courteau, mm-hmm. uh is retiring at the end of next uh, season, I think, 2024. Yep. yep. Um, we've had him on the show once. It, hopefully we can have him on again. Um, this guy's been here for what forty years. It's yeah, pretty close. And as a commissioner, he is dominating the Memorial Cup the last mm-hmm. few years as mm-hmm. the weak sister. But um, obviously, he's done great things for this league and bringing the maritime hockey here. Um, just he that these are huge shoes to fill. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why Adam and I will be the new commissioners <laughs> of the league. Uh, you've heard it here first. You know, we're, we've got our applications in. We're going to be co co commissioners. Uh, can't think of two better people to do it. You really can't, right? We've we've got um, look. We already wanted a draft in person. Yeah, we we make it happen. Yeah, right. And it's uh, we've already we've already got some ideas written down. Yeah, Uh, we're gonna cancel the sea chip rule. Yeah, Um, we're gonna make training camps only two weeks long. After Labor Uh, Day, (laughs) you know your your season's gonna start in the middle of September. Um, we're gonna get away with Wednesday games, right? Um. There's there's several ideas here that that Adam and I are, are, are gonna put forward to to you know make the QMJHL great again yeah. you know if you want to be uh, Mr. Trump um, you know it's, oh boy it's, <laughs> you know it, oh boy you know uh, it's oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, you know we we've, we've got our ideas and uh, you know we're we're excited to uh, take on the new role yeah stay tuned for those uh, stay tuned for those announcements ah the Q team of the week uh, Cam McDonald from the Sea Dogs three games four goals four assists. Uh, Duke and Melozin. for Bathurst, two goals, uh, two games, four goals, four assists. Uh, Jordan Dume, uh, three games played, five goals, two assists. Frederick Brunet, uh, Ramuski, two games, two goals, two assists. Isaac Beliveau of Gatineau, two games, one goal, three assists. And Remy Delafonte of Shawinigan, two and one, nine, three, six, save percentage, 1.6 goals against average. The player of the week, Jacob Melozin, uh, from Bathurst, uh, Four goals, four assists. This shit pumped us on Saturday. That's I, I need that guy out of the division. I'm just tired of seeing that guy against us in the division. Hopefully they trade him to someone like I don't care. Hopefully it's not Halifax. Someone who we have we, we haven't played or we're only gonna play one more time. Gatineau. Um Gatineau, yeah. Send him to Gatineau. We've only played that we already played them once. Um and we he wouldn't be coming back here. So perfect. Um all right. That brings us to Mr. Boucher's team of the week. Yeah, so uh, this team of the week is called Pack Your Shit. Uh, <laughs> this will be the players who were traded Sunday or Monday um, who I believe will make the biggest impact on their new team. Starting in Nets, uh, Frankie LaPena uh, with Gatineau. Oh, thank God. Um, let's let's put it this way. He was stolen by Gatineau. Yeah. Um, Charlestown, Jimmy Holton. I'm sorry, buddy. What are you doing? You literally got your butt annihilated in this deal. Like you, 
did not do very good. You have an F, sir, on this trade. Oh. Um, on D, Mark andre Garrett, uh to Sherbrooke. A um, little bit of an overpayment, in my opinion. You know, a little too much. It's Paid by Phoenix. Deal. Very much a futures deal, <laughs> especially that first-round pick. I yep. mean, really, uh, nothing against him, but you are not worth a first-round pick. Um, also signed his NHL ELC this week, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Maybe that's the first round pick for all we know. Yeah. Um, but overpayments will happen this time of the year. Yep. We're going to see it. Yep. Uh, also obviously Frankie Isenza, uh, sucks to see him go. Mm-hmm. Really does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but love the return. Oh, hundred percent. So also glad he's not going to be in our division. Because he will be a bitch to play against. That too. For m- very many years to come. <laughs> yep. Um, pardon my language. <laughs> Up front, Simon Hughes. <laughs> he said back your shit. He'd be a bitch to play with pardon my language. <laughs> well, you know, the B word is a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, little worse than the S yeah, word. So let's yeah, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, forward, Simon Hughes, Charlottetown. Uh, liked him a lot in his draft year, and I think he's going to shine for his hometown team. Uh, Alex Blay to Blainville. Richie Tebow. If you're listening, if he was available for a fifth round pick, I'm paying a fifth round pick for Alex Blake. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. You know, I don't know what happened with him. He had a decent year with Scrimi last year, and then suddenly he was playing junior A in the first half. So I don't know what happened there, but Blainville got an absolute bargain. No, oh, we totally um, had that pick too. Playing a fifth round pick. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened there. And finally, Justin Robodaw. I mean, whatever. About time he leaves Valdor. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, that's your pack your shit team of the week. <laughs> well done. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, all three, uh, picks that we saw live have now been moved <laughs> in that draft and, mm-hmm. uh, everybody, but, uh, Pavin for Moncton. Yeah. What a draft. Yeah. That's maybe that's why. Yeah. It is what wow. It is. Yeah. What a hole. <laughs> <laughs> totally redeemed himself next year. All right. Let's get into the weekly rewind. Weekly Rewind. So the Wildcats again go two and one. So they go five and five over the past ten games. Um, they, I, I said six and four. Yeah, they literally go five and uh, five and five, uh, bringing their first re- half record to 16, 13, 0 and two, 34 points. Second in the Maritimes, fourth in the conference. We're not going to get into how we feel on that today. We'll get into that uh, next week. Um, we'll kind of go through these all together. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesday, a four three overtime win over the Mooseheads. This was because of Philion. This was his best game of the year. This was his Shawinigan game from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, again, three and one against the Mooseheads on the season. Zero and three against the Eagles. That would make sense, right? Um, I mean, Philion was just stupid good um, in the overtime alone. Had four or five ten bell saves. Two minute power play. Uh, two minute power play in overtime. It just he was the reason we won that hockey game. Um, Hopefully this kind of springboards them in the second half. It really didn't on Saturday. Uh, Friday, a 7-3 victory. No idea what happened. I'm assuming one of the better games of the first half from the team as a whole. There there was a lot of very good things yeah. uh, in, that, in that Saturday game. Um, Jacob Steinman, and, and I think I, I kind of understand why Jacob Melanson had such a very good game the following night. Steinman just pissed him off. Oh, really? 
um, save after save after save after save. Like just like you could tell that Melanson was getting frustrated. And I could have easily said he's gonna have a big game the next night, and he did. Yeah, he like Jacob Simon pissed him off. Like he he was like making stops on Melanson left and right. Um, if it wasn't you know for those saves, I think Bathurst would have won both those games. Like it was, um, but impacts from Iacenza who gets traded less than twenty four hours later, a goal from Darcy who gets traded less than twenty four hours later. Um, just an all around, you know, this was a perfect game. This was a really good game. You know, the, <laughs> the barbershop goal was a funny one. Uh, the <laughs> second goal, I think it was, um, I don't even know what happened there, right. but, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. Uh, I, I liked the effort. Um, and it's as if the effort rolled into the next night for 20 minutes and that's where it's too bad the season didn't end on friday night yeah because um, you kind of in that they hung, i'm not uh, they hung philly on out to dry yeah they were up 4-1 they had outshot them 18 to 6 they had pulled Litton off uh they went to fleming three shots in the second five shots in the third i mean at one point when i was getting ready to tweet Bathurst had as many goals as the Wildcats had in shots in the mm. final 40 minutes. They hung Philly out, out to dry. You can't have that moving on in the second se- in the second half. And I'm at the point where each and every kid that goes home and comes back, take a look in the mirror because we got to fix this second period crap. I'm so tired of having good first periods, having a lead, whatever, and mm. then second period, outshot 12 to 3. Yep. They, they pulled their goalie. You were coasting, and maybe that was a problem. They were coasting like they were against uh, St. John too early. But to each man in that locker room, we got to fix this because you hung Philly on out to dry in a 7-4 loss. Can't You can't have it. No, you really can't, but at the same time, I mean. It is the last game, and I get it, and you're thinking about going home. But... Your goalie also has to make a save. Yeah. Right? And and that's kind of where the, sec- the whole first half thing comes into play where it's um, – there has been games where they could have won, mm-hmm. but the goaltending wasn't there. The defense hung out the goalies to dry. Um, it all comes down to the op- look. The goal scoring is there. This team can score goals, um, <laughs> but the defense needs to start looking themselves in the mirror and. Thinking, what's going on? Sorry, I just saw the barbershop goal. Yeah, right. It is. <laughs> what the hell is that? Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. This this game Saturday was was a complete letdown. Just, it left a sour taste in my mouth going into the second half. And that's the Jekyll and Hyde team, right? Yep. We talk about it. It's it, a little consistency would be nice. Yep. And we stress that almost every week, where you know we had an opportunity here to go three for three in a week. And, you know, this was two points that slipped away. Yeah. Easy as that. You know, f- like as Dave McKnight tweeted, it was 4-1, right? And that's just shades of that Leafs Bruins, right? Where it, you can't let a three-goal lead, it is the worst lead in hockey, and you just cannot physically let it slip, and it did. And And it's not the first time, and that's the frustrating part. If if it was like the third time of the year, 
mm-hmm. all right, we understand it. You're getting ready to go home. You know, you got plane tickets back to Tennessee or you got plane tickets back to somewhere in Quebec, and I'm not saying Tennessee to call the kid out. Uh, but you got plane tickets to go there. You got bus tickets. You got rides home. Yeah, he, put, he did put it on his Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. you're, you're excited to go home, and I get yeah. that. But why not end four or five? Even if it's four, three, and they hang on, mm-hmm. I'm okay with four, three, and they hang on, A, because we get two points. But B, it was just the way they lost. It was just like they were yeah. like, that's ah, 4-1. We're fine. We're done. If I put any effort into this show, I would have gone and literally you put effort in. Well, sometimes <laughs> I would have got looked back and look, found out the record for the team's record since they came to Moncton in ga- the the last game before the break. Because to me, I having a hard time remembering them actually winning a game. I don't think we won last year. Don't think we won the year before that. But I'm positive we are below 500 when it comes to the last game before the Christmas break. And I understand it's just one game, but one game is one game. Mm-hmm. And that can go a while. That can go very far. Yep. We've won games in the first half that we shouldn't have won. 6-2 loss to Halifax last year. The year before, probably, I guess. It's a weird. I just, it's it's a weird stat. We're not going to go 2020. That doesn't count. No, it's a weird stat, but at the same time, it's just, there's always seems to have been an issue with this team getting up for the last game before the break. Okay, we beat Bathurst in 2020. Well, that was easy. Or 2019-2020. Yeah. So that's one and one, and just the last time. All right, we beat St. John in six two. So we're gonna have to. I'm gonna go back. I'm actually. Gonna I go get, it's, look, yeah. For me, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just the frustration of the game. But I just my mindset is that that last game before the Christmas break has not been our friend, and but that very well could just be, you know, how annoyed I am at how they let that game slip away. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, the second half is um, we're in tough. I mean, we're going to have three games on the road before we have a home game back. Um, yeah. But at the same time. Four, we're, actually. Four road games? Yep. Cape Breton, Cape Breton, Charlottetown, St. John, Cape okay. Breton. So, there we go. So, we're uh, we're starting off against a team we haven't beaten yet this year. <laughs> we got two games against them in four. So, I mean. Hey, we don't see La Pena. Let's let's pound some some ass here, and uh, you know let's 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 play sixty minutes. Let's get real. Like yeah. let's get literally the second half slogan should be get real, right? Be real. Yeah. Um. Done. And it's that's the only thing. Be like be real. Yeah. Be yourself. Can the real Moncton Wildcats please stand up? <laughs> right. Like that's that's my because in twenty four hours you saw it. The seven and three yes. over Bathurst. The win against Halifax, that was the real yes. team. The win that against Bathurst on Friday was probably the real team. Was the real team. Like, and then Saturday was just a. They feel sh- like they're getting sh- up for the games against teams that are above them in the standings, yeah. and playing down to the teams that are below them. So they're getting up for the Gatnos, the Halifaxes, mm-hmm. the Rinderandas, the Victoriavilles, and then the Bathursts and the Cape Bretons. They're just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're man. Division games are the ones you need to yeah. win, 
right? And these and are the teams you play against the most. Yeah, and they have a 500 record or over 500. They're 11 and six, 0 and one against the division. Uh, Halifax is 12 and five, so we're right there. We're beating the teams we should beat. Kind of, we should be beating Bathurst. We should be beating Cape Bretons. It's just, I just want a consistent effort, and we're gonna see because be real, got, get real. Yep, yeah, they got four on the road. Um, which was going to be a tough stretch with what eight of nine on the road um, over the Christmas with the Christmas break in between. So um, yeah, be real. We're going to get into our expectations uh, for next week. Uh, but are you ready for everyone's favorite part of the show? Yes. Eric Murray, realtor, buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. All right. So this one's going out to um, obviously with the world juniors in town. Um, we have, a team of volunteers um, that are going to be working some pretty long hours. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I, I've I've heard from a few um, that actually literally have 12, 15-hour days. Huh. And they're not getting paid for it. This is volunteer work that they've you know signed up for, that they've agreed to do without a penny being deposited in their bank account mm-hmm. um, over the holidays even. Right. So they're, they're, they're stepping up to make sure that, you know, this tournament runs smoothly, that all the teams have what they need, that the families have what they need, uh, that the VIPs, you know, that they need, they, they get to where they need to be on time. Um, you know, I know I signed up to be a volunteer. I think you signed up as well to be a volunteer. We obviously didn't make the cut, um, probably because we're wearing elf hats in a studio. <laughs> um, but look, pretty accurate. I, I, if it came down to that, I don't think I, I I could give up twelve hour days to to be, you know, not even watching the games. No, right? You're you're if you're a, if you're transportation, you're you're driving families and and VIPs yeah. back and forth, you know, from hotels to to the rink to hot, you know to bars to restaurants the movies to the mall you know you're you're driving probably 12 hours a day you know it's short distances but you know that's that's a long day and yeah, you know when you're you know a, a dressing room attendant for a team you know you're probably at the rink at you know seven o'clock in the morning and you're getting stuff ready and and you know you're maybe you're a statist- statistician and you're keeping track of, of ice time for, you know, um, Latvia, Latvia, right. And you're like, you know, you know, I wish I was tracking Connor Bedard's ice time, but <laughs> you know, you're, you're tracking, you know, Martin's Badushkins, you know, I'm just making up a name oh, here, good player, but, though. um, it, it's not, uh, you know, it's not lick my sack that, uh, you know, the brother of, uh, um, Yan my sack from Hamilton, Nick my sack. Uh, you know, it's it's not. Um, you're 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 doing it because you love the game. Yeah. Um, you're doing it because you you want to make sure this tournament runs smooth. You want to make sure that, um, you, you know, maybe down the road this event comes back, um, or maybe this event brings bigger events to Moncton, more yeah. events like a Memorial Cup or a, a Scotty's Tournament of Hearts or a, Bri- a yes. Briar. Or you know a world curling championship, something like that, that makes Moncton stand out on the map. So um, yeah, all the volunteers out there, this one's for you. Um, you're going to be working some long hours. You're not going to get paid for it. 
uh, but you're you're putting in the work and you're you know you're you're the heroes of this of this tournament because it wouldn't happen without you the stick tap of the week sponsored by eric murray real estate with the remax avante team if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater moncton or surrounding area make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802 and that brings us to the Wildcast Wildcat of the Week, presented by Rosemary Lynn Massage and Spa. Uh, we're running out of time. Um, as Jeremy said, I mean, he's running out of time on uh, stocking stuffers, smaller gift ideas. So I've got to figure it out for you again. Manicure. Save $16. 30 bucks. Boom. Uh, gel or acrylic nails for Megan. Boom. 55 bucks. Save 10 to 20 Uh What else we got here? Uh, pedicure. Get your mom pedicure. Mm. Get your sister pedicure. Mm. Boom. Save 15 bucks. Um, they're only $40 right now. Uh, you only got a few days left. Again, you can give her a call 506-830-1224 or visit them at 1224 Mountain Road. I may have just saved your Christmas. You're welcome. Uh, I mean, the Wildcats Wildcat of the Week player uh, is a guy that we expected a, a lot from coming into the year. Um, it's taken a while for him to get his foot uh in the lineup where we wanted him, where he wanted to be. Uh, but this last week, I mean, he had a highlight real goal against Bathurst, um, which made TSN. Um, he had the OT winner in Halifax on a beauty. Um, four points in the week. Um, your Wildcats Wildcat of the week goes to number 10, Alex Mercier. That's it, bro. That, uh, that'll do it. That's it. That's all. We made it to uh, We made it the end of the first half. Um, once again, thank you to my family disappear. <laughs> Thanks again to everyone who's joined us in the first half of the show, all the guests, um, as well to our sponsors in the first half, um, as well to all of you who have joined us on the YouTube, on the Instagram, the Twitters, uh, been here every week. Uh, we wish you a very safe and happy holidays. We wish you a very Merry Christmas. Don't forget next week, uh, we do have a pre-recorded episode on our first half expectations, as well as a preview for some upcoming games and a look to our second half predictions as well. Go Canada. Go Switzerland um, and just go to the World Juniors. Like Jeremy said, we don't know when we're going to get these again. Um, So get out, see them. Please, everyone, have a safe and happy, happy holidays. Uh, We don't want to hear anything bad. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.